Hello, I'm Edgar, head of the international department at Liangma Law Firm. We have a hundred lawyers and several branches in Guangdong province. We are here to take care of all of your legal problems in China. You name it, we'll solve it. Hi, I'm Gary, and I'm back here today with Edgar to fix an issue that we're having. He previously helped us with a HR problem and legally represented us, which worked out perfectly for everybody. Edgar was originally highly recommended to us by a good friend. So based on our previous experience with Edgar, my partner and I have decided to hire him again to assist with a financial disagreement that we're having with a local company. As usual, his advice and guidance has been amazing. We're already feeling confident that he will be able to resolve his issue quickly with a win-win for everybody. With Edgar, it's easy. He's Chinese with perfect English language and with an amazing understanding of Western culture. You always win when you choose Edgar. Contact me anytime for your free legal consultation. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast, Tell Craig Your Story. Today we'll be doing something different. We are going to have our very first online roundtable and the topic today is going to be the Shanghai lockdown of 2022. Now the three other guests that we had on the podcast are from China, England and from Canada and all living in China during the second lockdown in Shanghai. So we have Josh Pembleton, we have Jason Schiller, and CC. It's already tough living in a foreign country that doesn't speak English, but when they go into a major full lockdown, it's extremely difficult. But everyone's got through it now, back out of the lockdown, and they're going to tell their story about how they survived it. There's some very positive things that have come out of this lockdown. But before we go, please go to our website. We're at Podbean. Tell Craig your story at podbean.com. We have all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Jump on there and give us a like, give us a comment. We also have VK for our Russian listeners and WeChat for our Chinese listeners. At Tell Craig Your Story. And we're on all the major streaming services, including Spotify, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcast. All right, here we go. This is my chat with Jason, Cece, and Josh. And the topic is the Shanghai lockdown in 2022 on Tell Craig Your Story podcast.
Hi guys, how are you doing today? Hi. Hello. I'm on the as fuck, Craig, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's like I heard you were going to have a big night last night, Jays. Oof. Feeling alright now? Or? I know, just like, re- got to go ahead to reopen, so, uh, I was there and then I was at Data for, uh, my buddy Skinny Brown was doing a, a live sort of music set. Awesome. And Josh, how, how have you been? After, um, like a lockdown? Oh, how have I been after the lockdown? No, I mean, not too bad, but sort of chomping at the bit to either get back to normality, but mostly just to, you know, eventually just get just get it out, essentially. That's that's where I'm at right now. I hear you. And Cece, hello Hi. again. Um, Thanks for being here. Thank you. So, I mean, after the lockdown, I guess pretty much back to normal, the life. Yeah. Going back to work, hanging out with friends, either with this. I mean, everything besides, besides, I have to do the daily tasks, other, mm. other, oh, normal, normal, I guess. Now, now let's stop there. Is it three, 72 hours or is it 24 hours? You have to get a test now. For, for me, it, I, I have to do it, uh, I have to keep myself to, Within 24 hours. Every 24 hours, you have to have a PCR test? Yes, that means daily. Jeez. All right. Oh, that's okay. my... Right? And Jace, do you have to do the same thing? Or I thought it was 72 uh, hours. It was it's, It was 72 for most places, but now it's some places are doing like uh, 48. Like the gym's 48, my school's 48, although I don't have to actually go on campus. But um, yeah, uh, some places are doing like 48 now. But I think for most, like, I think uh, Metro and, like, uh, supermarkets are still 72. When you do your test, you still got to wait, like, 10, 12 hours before you even get your fucking results, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can swear on this, right? Yeah. I think we did up to last time, right? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Fuck oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, Josh, what, what are you doing? Are you doing 24, 48? My community gets tested pretty much every two days. So we had one on, we did it on Tuesday, did it on Thursday, and I'm pretty sure tonight we have to do it, which is right. so annoying. Uh, the 24, the 24 hours is only for my industry, I guess. So the, 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 the normal regulation from the government is still 72 and some uh, 48. But for us, uh, specifically, it's 24. Right. And I'm in day six of the quarantine. As of today, it's seven days in a hotel and three days in your apartment. But the guy downstairs that can speak English said that uh, I have to stay in the hotel for 10 days. So I'm disputing that. I said that uh, only certain areas of Shanghai have got the uh, three days in your apartment. I'm going to dispute that so I can get out as soon as possible and... Like so you guys. There in Shanghai, Craig? Yeah, I'm quarantined. Okay. I didn't realize you came back. Yeah, day six in quarantines, ready to go. Oh, all right. One person yeah. didn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely overdue for a few beers. Let's go back to before it started. So I'm not sure about you guys, but I went into a lockdown for five or six days prior to the full lockdown. Did you guys have the same situation? And I, what was I that got like? Locked down, I got locked down in my school for two days before it all happened. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I was there on a, what seemed like a normal Wednesday. 
And um, how it works at my school is if I have a class for the last period, I don't finish until four. But if I don't, I finish at 3.45. So on Wednesdays, finish at normal 3.45. I'm there. And at 20 past three, member of staff comes in and says, we all have to stay in school for two nights. And I'm just like, you are you are joking with me, right? But it was like, no. So I immediately rang up, rang up my wife and said, I won't be coming home because I have to stay here for two days because somebody's. <laughs> got covid or so and what and it was i think it was a parent of a kid that none right. of my com- my colleagues even taught right had covid so within hours there's ma- the kids have to stay behind for a bit then they come in and do mass testing of us all the kids get to go home and we have to stay in school for two days so we didn't have lessons for the next two days which I'm sorry, if someone had said to me, oh, you still have to teach a normal class, I'd have gone, mm, that's great. Are you going to let me go home so I can have a shower first? No, then I'm not doing it. So, yeah, yeah it was two days of being stuck in school. So, um, did they let you bring, like, sleeping bags and they pillows? Were, they, and... they had sleeping bags and pillows. <laughs> no, because when, to- when they told us on the day, that was it. We couldn't, uh, t- from 20 past three being told, we could not leave the school we had to stay there so i couldn't you know had i known in advance that this was something that could have happened i maybe would have packed a bag or i maybe would have um asked my wife could you you know could you help me assemble some stuff in the event that this happens yeah. but we didn't know i just went in and thought it was a normal day but they supplied sleeping bags to us i have to say Sleeping on a classroom floor was probably the single most uncomfortable experience oh. of my life. My back uh, was screaming. Weren't there, weren't there tables? <laughs> I think you could have slept on a table. <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't know, I don't know if you know this. I'm not the smallest of people. So the thought of me sleeping on a table, I thought I feel sorry for the table. Yeah. What wow. district were you, sorry, what district were you in, Josh? Shuhei. Oh, oh yeah, sh- right. you teach in Shuhei? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. damn. Yeah. It's in a lovely area, but. Yes, I feel lucky that I work in hospitality industry. If I, I mean, knock on wood, if I have to be locked in the company, so we have guest rooms. Ah. You work in a hotel. Yes. There you go. Ah, right. And Jace, did it affect you as well? Like, <laughs> basically, our last day of school at the, the old kidney. Uh, they came and they tested everybody and it's like, you could all go home. It's like, why'd you test us and just like send us out? Like, what if <laughs> we don't know the results? And like, nope. And then we never, like, we never got the results because I needed the results. That's when it first started. Like, it was the last day Inferno was open. Then the, that was on a Friday. We had an event at Inferno on the Saturday and we're like, we needed uh 48 hour test results. I'm like, well, I just did it with my school. I'm like asking the principal and everybody. I'm like, uh, can I get the test results? Cause I needed to like enter my own bar. And uh, they're like, no, we don't have them. We don't have the results. I'm like, well, what? Why do we do all those tests like that? And like, it was just like, it was man, it was, it was, it was. It, was, it seemed like it was just a photo op because like there was just people taking pictures and stuff, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. kids and like people being swabbed, and then I couldn't get the results for the life of me. <laughs> well, well, the, the, my memory was we did, yeah, the school was the same, but like I heard that Josh was sleeping at his school and. Other people, they've already gone <laughs> home and we actually went all the way till the, the final Friday. They just, we're just having meetings every morning and they just say, um, until they come to us and say, we're going to close down, we're going to close down. But yeah, we stayed open t- right till the end. But the funny thing was 
I don't know how they do the zoning because we were in lockdown for the first one for five days and the gym that I go to is probably 100 metres down the road and that was fully open. And I saw pictures of them in the gym. The place was packed. Everybody's sweating. Everybody's easiest way to catch COVID. And I just asked the owner, I said, uh, uh, is there any thoughts of you sh- shutting down for COVID? And he went, no, the government haven't said anything. I was like, damn, I'm here, I'm here for like seven days in lockdown and, and you guys are, you know, sweating away in the gym. So all of a sudden the huge, uh, lockdown come down. So it was five days in Pudong and then five days in wow. Puto. Five days. That was originally the first one, right? So you were, your school was in Pudong, sorry? Yeah, my, mine's in Pudong. Oh, man, yeah. Pudong got hit hard with all that. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. guess the worst, right? I think Pudong... Well, they got locked down first, and then it said Puto will, will have five That's days as well. That was the start of it, but... Just yeah. five days. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no takeaway, all the roads shut down, so, you know, what was it like? And then... I had uh, five days. They said five days. I was like, okay, I'll stock up the fridge and then, oh, we're going to be in for another two weeks. What? What? Yeah. How am I going to eat? <laughs> we, we stocked up as best we could. We almost actually, like in our house, like after I got back from school for the two days, I get a call the next day from, uh, or on the, yeah, the next day from the CDC saying that I, by myself, have to be quarantined in my house for two weeks because mm. they think that, um, I've been in contact with somebody and I, so they come and test my, my wife and I. Then they come, then the next, then the day after they come and ask like, is this your name? Your name is Damien. I went, no, my name is George. You said your <laughs> name is Damien. I didn't tell you shit what my name was. You didn't ask me. Turns out they were actually looking for my colleague. And then oh. it was like, well, sorry, but hey, you can go outside now. Like, thank you for, you know, making me worry and preparing for the fact that I'd have to be stuck in my house for two weeks. Of course, as time went on, two weeks <laughs> seems like a short amount of time compared to two months. Yeah. And for you, Cece? Yeah, I remember before before the massive lockdown, I still remember the date, the 16th of March. That mm. was first day uh, lockdown in my community compound. The day I, I got up uh, normal and prepared everything normal and uh, ready to go to work. But when I went downstairs, wow, the door was locked. And I was told, oh, we could now uh, go out of the uh, community. And, uh, yeah, we have to stay at least for two days. Mm. Wow. I mean, okay, because there is like a black and white paper with a chop seeing like uh, something so i i, I just uh take took a photo of that and uh, send that to our hr hey i have the 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 black and white that i'm locked inside yeah wow. that, but that's fine just for two days you know mm. yeah and josh so going through that sort of time like we, we're in lockdown and there's no deliveries but we're all getting food, right? Everyone, everyone's yeah. getting food delivered and, and like toiletries and all that, which was which was great. Also. But then like the knock on the door, like random times, and go down, yeah. line up, 
Do the test. <laughs> yeah, God. Uh, Josh, you, you were quite busy during this period as well, as much as it was uh, tedious. Mm-hmm. That uh, you actually got married. Yeah, I got uh, married during this time. I got married. Thank you. Thank you. What's the extra hard for you, Josh? What's that? What's extra hard? It wasn't extra hard. If it was extra hard for my wife, she has to put up with this on a daily basis. <laughs> she's so, smi- she's so, smiling, thinking, yes, yes, I do. So, was yeah. It, was it a difficult, <laughs> difficult to do during the lockdown? Like, and um, why, the, why the decision to do it so in this time? I proposed the ra- rather shittest proposal ever. I got down on one knee in the kitchen because <laughs> I got the ring uh, that she has. Uh, was left by um, my grandma. It was left, and my mum asked my grandma, could could she keep it for me? Uh, otherwise, it was just going to go. So that was so it's a family heirloom. So we took it to a jeweler and got it resized and whatnot. And then the moment I got it back, I was like, I'm just too excited. I'm too excited. I want to do it now. So did the proposal. Anyway, fast forward a few years. So we we were planning on having getting married. Uh, we were going to do like an online thing anyway, but it would have been at a place in front of family and friends around the summertime. We're there during lockdown and we're having a conversation and it's, you know, along the lines of like, it'd be easier if we were married for, you know, for visa purposes and things like that. And I think I just turned to her and said, should we just do it? Should we just get married like right now during this lockdown? What have we got to lose? So we found, so, um, Zanri did some research, found that the state of Utah do online marriages. You don't need to show any affidavits of previously being married. You don't need to, you know, declare anything and whatnot. So there we were on the 15th of April. I remember the date, sat in front of a computer on Zoom to this guy from Utah who wouldn't shut up for love nor money, (laughs) our parents and whatnot. We do our vows. I do my vows in Afrikaans, in which I wow. I got a friend of ours to help me translate what I wanted to say in Afrikaans. And I'm there, like, hours beforehand listening, going, da 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 Right, hang on, what's that last bit? So, yeah, we, we, <laughs> there we were. We got married <laughs> in front wow. of... We want to have a party, though. So, Jason, I don't know if Inferno do any things, but, you know, I'll be down for... I'll be down for some heavy metal. Oh, we, did, we did a birthday party last time, so we could might as well do your uh, wedding party. <laughs> the wife finds Marilyn Manson's voice incredibly alluring, so if you could ensure that some Marilyn Manson yeah. is played, then... How rock and roll. Congratulations, congratulations <laughs> mate. Uh, I don't you. think too many can claim to fame that they got married during the, the Shanghai lockdown in 2020. No, well, if they did, they did, but yeah. No, it's good, though. It, it, it's nice. Obviously, yeah. we would have loved to have done it in front of friends. I feel, I do feel like lockdown robbed us of the experience of, you know, being there in front of people. But at the same time, lockdown gave us one hell of a story. Are you going to do like a ceremony in South Africa and? So the idea I've got for England? back home in the UK is I know I know somebody who just got married um, at Warwick Castle. I'm not going to go into who's it. Basically, my right. Disclaimer, my wife's a huge Richard III fan, Warwick Castles of historical significance. So I want us to, I want to do like renewing of vows and do a ceremony back home there. That's pretty, that sounds pretty cool. So I need Again? to, um, I need to, uh, go and do, go and, uh, 
email some people and see how that will go. But yeah, we'd like to do something in South Africa as well. That's really awesome. And Jace, same with uh, Josh as well. Like you were keeping very, very busy in this time. Yeah. I, I, I get these uh, emails and messages that, that I'm a part of a video game and uh, people yeah. are coming up telling me that I'm a part of this video oh, game. And, and yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell us how this all come about, uh, your video game. Man, I don't even know how it started. I started like three years ago, I think on like Johnny's New Year's, just had some time off. I, 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 I had like some, some vague experience with that game at like years before that. And I was like, that's cool. Like, cause I played RPGs as a kid. So like, uh, or like JRPGs, I think they're called. So I was like, I was, I really like, I knew the layout of RPGs and stuff. So I was like, oh, I'll make my own. That's cool. And then, uh, so I just started, I think, I don't even know how I started, man. I think uh, I was just trying to do like an Inferno bar, like one minute RPG or something just for fun. And just like, then, you know, I made Inferno, then I'm like, all right, I'll make Spectres and like, all right, make Data. Then I just made like whole of fucking Shanghai and I just kept going and like eventually I just had to stop it. Uh, so I started that and then I didn't work on it until I think like, I think I only worked on it every time I was on like holidays for over like three years. And then eventually, Eventually, I didn't even want to work on it anymore. It was just something that just hung at the back of my head. It's like, man, you got to finish this. You put so much work into it. Yeah. I like, don't no care. Why are you even doing this? And it was just like, it was like, it was giving me like mental, mental problems or something. Like it was, it was something so heavy on me that was unfinished. And the more I put work into it, the more I had to finish it. And then like, but every time I went back to it, I forgot how I did everything. So it would be like a, like six months or a year apart every time I worked on it. I'm like, oh man, how did I even program that? Or how did I do this? Yeah. And so it was like, oh man, I was like, I had to like just finally finish it or else I was going to just like get like PTSD from it or something like that. So, uh, yeah, so I just, I was like locked down. Obviously I had like, uh, some time on my hands. So I just I was like, all right, let's do it. Finish it. I got some friends to like test it out. And then I just, I was like, all right, good. I just want to get, get this off of me and just finish it. So I just like sent it, uh, dropped in like the infernal group chat or something like that. And then, then I just fucking like, exploded. Yeah, and, and then it's all, uh, uh, but it's so in depth. It's like all the major bars, all the major clubs here in Shanghai. And for someone that has no idea, it's a great way to sort of learn about. Uh, I've played the game a couple of times. I always get killed by Rat King. The the Rat King. Yeah, kills us all. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> Damn you, Rat King! <laughs> there's a broom. There's an old eye broom in uh in Data in the first level that that like it's got like I don't know 300 extra attack against Rat King. Oh right! <laughs> <laughs> Gotta talk. Give the keys. <laughs> yeah, well, and and like all the people that that you would know in the music uh, community as well, radios in there um, oh. yourself, yeah. So it was really cool. All <laughs> the I put one person in and I'm like, all right, I got to put this person in. And the more people I put in, the more I got worried about leaving somebody out. I'm like, all right, if I put a 20 people in, uh, all right, not a big deal. I put a hundred people in now. If anybody's left out, it's like, it's almost like an insult to them. So oh, then I just, I'm like, all right, I'll make sure I have, I have, I have one person from like each band or project or somebody who could like be linked to everything. Like, uh, like carp, like a carp and I start putting everybody in. I'm like, man, I'm not going to do this for every fucking band. This is too much. So I just put like, uh, <laughs> Like, I, I couldn't, I, mean, I wasn't gonna put, I don't even know the members from all of the bands, like, if I really wanted to do it. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, I'm just putting Tyler from Flip House. He represents Flip House. Uh, for <laughs> Rachel, 
these sort of propellers to snuff disco. And it was like one person, like sort of yeah. represent at least like somebody from linked, uh, like a vector to other bands. Cause I, I, it was just, it was too much, man. And I was getting like anxiety of like, man, I don't want people to think I don't like them, but I, I can't put every single human yeah, being I've right. met in Shanghai in this. I'm just like, all right. Yeah. One person that's somehow linked to other people. That's fine. Yeah, Rachel was trying to tell me something at the C's bar. I don't know what it was. Go go to some other bar to get some credit or something like that. I, I'm, I'm not sure. But, yeah, it was – I couldn't stop laughing about all, all the people that I met. And, yeah, really, really cool. Great idea. Uh, do you have plans to do, like, another one? Or, or is that pretty much taken a lot of your time up? To- pretty, well, people are, like – I don't know. People talk to me. Some people want to invest in it and stuff. And, like, they're, like, oh, oh man. Money off this, but I'm like I got other bands. Like all the songs in there, actually, I don't know if you don't remember Nikita from back in the day. But Nikita, who used to work at Inferno, was for a short time he was sure. I had him actually make the MIDI versions of other bands' songs and stuff. So people are so like all the songs in there, not all the songs, but the songs at least in Union Tongue and uh, the Family Mart song. They're all actually like other band songs put in MIDI form. So when people start talking about money and stuff, I'm like, man, these aren't even it's not even my music and stuff. Like. Like these are other people's bands and songs and stuff. So I was like, nah, I'm just gonna stop there. Also, something I just wanted to like finish. And then all of a sudden, people are like telling me or asking me, like, come on, let's keep going, let's do more with this. And I'm like, man, I, this is something I just wanted to get off of me and like not have anything to do with anymore. I did yeah. actually like, fool around with like multiplayer mode, and I sort of got it working. But then like the lockdown ended, I was like, fuck it, no one's gonna play this anymore. So <laughs> I want to play it. It's fun. Gonna add in uh, this too. That's why I wanted to put Rex in that Inferno, but I was like, I was saving Rex. I don't know if you know Rex from Lopez, if you remember. Yeah. I was gonna do like maybe Lopez as well, but I wasn't sure if Lopez was open. And it, was, it takes place 2018, 19. I know Lopez was open, then it closed and it opened again. I couldn't remember. Either way, I fucked it. Fuck that game. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Next time and we guys have a have a gig. Can, can I can I can I be invited? Man, we're trying to have gigs. We're already, we just got like, we were playing a gig for September 3rd. And then, uh, just last night, like everyone in every band, it's like a seven band show. Everybody has to be vaccinated. And, wow. you know, what, whatever people feel about vaccinations or whatever, but we, like, I can't force seven bands, every member to be vaccinated. I'm vaccinated myself. Uh, like, yeah. Here, but does the vaccine, right. is it, is it, can the vaccine that we had back in 2020, is that still, is that, cause I got vaccinated last year. Oh, I, I have no, I, I have no idea. But like my our drummer's like my our drummer's leaving like November, so he's like I'm gonna get vaccinated, but I'm not gonna get like uh, the ones here. I'm gonna get them back home in Italy. I love. He's, them. Just, I, he's got some reservations about the ones here. Sorry, but like, well, speak, but speak, I lo- speaking, speaking, speaking. I, lo- I loved um, Alessandro's posts on Facebook. Like that guy oh, was so insanely positive. Oh man, he should be on here too, man. He had a, he had a trip during lockdown. Yeah. COVID gulags. <laughs> Speaking of your three boosters or whatever, the first week that I went back to Australia, went up to Brisbane with a bunch of my mates, did a road trip up to Brisbane, rugby league, started sneezing, come back to Newcastle, did a test, two lines, I got COVID, I got COVID in Brisbane. After oh. less than less than one week of being in Australia, it's just oh. one football game, God damn it. Yeah, well, Australia is very casual now. And same with the US, and I'm sure Canada is the same, that uh, it's like another flu now. If you get COVID, you just take seven days off. They give you like a doctor's certificate 
and it's like, okay, you can go back to work. End of story. Um, I put my mask on, and I've told this a thousand times already, but I, I put my mask on to go shopping. And my dad said, what are you doing? Are you crazy? What are you putting your mask on for? It's so 2020. Like, take it off. Like, it's still 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess in the whole world, most of the places are back to normal, but uh, we, we still have to have our masks. But, but yeah, like, see, yeah. uh, for you, for you, like, uh, tell us your experience in in the lockdown and and like, what are like, uh, what are the governments saying? Because as far as I'm aware, like, it's very last minute. It's not like a, a long plan. Okay, we're going to do this, 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 and this. It's always like, okay, today we're going to do this, and everyone has to do it. How are the Chinese community sort of, or the Shanghai community sort of? Well, because um, I also live in Shuhui and. When, when I got a notice that uh, we will have a massive lockdown in the whole city, Pudong get, uh, got locked first, right? And then our areas. So mm. we still had some time to get prepared, especially for your food. I guess everyone was rushing to the supermarket, to wherever you can buy the food, wherever you can yeah. buy. I, I still remembered the supermarket. Market, every shop was empty. Yeah. It's like literally empty. You you grab uh, you grab anything you can have, right? So um, like in the US, like uh, people were fighting for toilet paper. You know, they'll bring you like crates of toilet paper. (laughs) Food is always a priority, right? So um, but after that, uh, from my own my own thinking was like, well, maybe not for like only four or five days, but uh, let's say two weeks. Who who can imagine that we had two months? Well, so I mean, no matter no matter you are a foreigner or you are Chinese, no matter where you're from, you stayed in Shanghai at that period. Everybody felt anxious. Yeah. Felt, we, we 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 should have the same feelings, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's it's mentally as well. Uh, not not so much physically. It's well, mentally you know, mentally draining to sit there for long periods of time, and if you're not working and you don't have family here, it can be very. Whether you're a foreigner or you're Chinese, we're still staying. Because hmm. I because I, I I lived alone at that time, and but but. I mean, luckily, we I, I still have to do some work at home, like work from home. And uh, in, in my building, there are more peers, I mean, same aged people than like other buildings. So we we help each other. And yeah, yeah, I, I guess that's pretty much same everywhere in, in, in Shanghai, in every community, right? People, people help each other. Yeah. Jace, you're going to say something? Man, I think I'm the only person who loved it. I know, like, yeah. I knew fundamentally there's something wrong with this, and it's a horrible situation. But like, if I got to be honest, man, that was like the best holiday I ever had. <laughs> I, I don't say this disparagingly, like to people who had a hard time. I know people had a hard, hard had a hard time, and like, I knew fundamentally, like this, this isn't something's you know fuck with this. This isn't like right. This is you can't really do this to people. But really, for myself, man, I was like, oh fuck. So I'm like always out and shit. Always got to talk to people. Always got to do shit, and I was like. I had like two months to just do stuff. I got, I like, I made music. I released that yeah. 
finally, like, I was, I learned how to do, like, some digital drawing and shit. Like, I started getting into that stuff. And, like, I started learning stuff. I had time to read and watch a lot of fucking Star Trek. Man, I was like, <laughs> there wasn't really, if I got to be honest, it wasn't a fucking minute I was bored. Not a minute, a whole two months. But, like, that being said, like, I still knew it was wrong, but I was like, it was, I was like, I was, it was a holiday for me. But that's the thing, like, that I, I like your positive way of thinking, mate. Like, you're always sort of busy, even though you're in lockdown, and that that's that's really cool. I, th- I try and do the same thing, like, in, in the quarantine here, seven, uh, it's my sixth day, and, like, the phone's been off the hook, like, just trying to work things out, just trying to plan things, and uh, with music, and uh, trying to get the uh, work back together, and uh, there's lots of people that I haven't seen, oh, for a couple of months now so yeah it just gives you like this whole sort of i'm ready to get out i'm ready to record i'm ready to study i'm ready to do all these things that are just like oh i'm like in the cage like jogging on the spot ready to get out there so yeah I, i'm trying to do it that way as well josh for you mate uh what in terms of how i found lockdown yeah I wish I could be positive, but truth is, mm. I mean, I enjoy, I mean, tw- the one in 2020 wasn't too bad because I was like, I can walk out onto the streets and there's no one around and it's great. But no, this one, I would love to say it was positive and there were mm. moments where it was positive. But getting married was nice. And yes, I can understand the whole trying to do more things. But for me, the motivation levels were not there. Mm. It was, it was like, it was kind of like Groundhog Day. We wake up. Both my wife taught online. I made lessons for my school, so it'd be get up, do what I have to do, and then before you knew it, the day was over. Um, so thank the Lord that I started my teaching certificate because that's been that's been a welcome distraction as well. Slightly numbing and very very irritating at times, but it's been a uh, a good distraction. But yeah, it it was not a fun experience at all waking up getting messages in our group wondering like oh joy what what horrible things are gonna happen now but i was gonna make a point when you were talking about when you were back in australia Mm. you had the two lines of covid now you Mm. you know the movie monsters inc if you'd have been in shanghai and that had happened it would have been the equivalent of that whole we have a 2319 yeah Yeah, yeah. Surrounded by people in hazmat suits with swabs. Well, it's funny you say that. It it took me, I'll go into it another, another podcast, but it took me a lot to get back. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Especially after get, after getting COVID, they, they did reduce the restrictions of uh, letting people to come in, but uh, I, I was very lucky to come back. And then my visa expired. So that made it even worse. So, a double banger I got. Anyway, I get to the uh, Shanghai airport uh, on Sunday morning and I've gone through all these health protocols like testing every day and oh. submitting it to the Auckland embassy and the Sydney embassy. And then I've done all the health checks and I, I get through to Shanghai airport, ding, 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 red lights oh. going off. And it's like, oh, what now? And they said, oh, uh, you have COVID? And it's like, yes, I've had COVID. Yes, I had. When did you have it? May. Do you have a cold? Uh, do you have any symptoms? And I was like, no. <laughs> if I had symptoms, no. I wouldn't be here. Yeah, I wouldn't be in this. I wouldn't have gotten this far. Yeah, I, I think uh, it, even for people that got it in the start, I think they're still going to be very... 
or actually the former principal of our, of my school, she got COVID here. Uh, she's British. Maybe she should come onto the podcast because apparently it was like a concentration camp. Yeah. Uh, uh, apparently they, they take you to like a like a room and at, at one's uh, ladies and one's men and there's one shower, one toilet for, for 50, oh, yeah. for 50 I, mean, I, I can now imagine how, how like foreigners experience that. Yeah. Uh, she wasn't allowed to change her clothes. Yeah. So all these things, peeing, peeing, like mm. not in the toilet, just doing it. Wow. <laughs> it was traumatic. So yeah, concentration uh, camp shit there, man. Like yeah, that's really really old school. So, but it's the fact that they spend all this money on wanting to like build things like that and making new testing things, and it's like, why didn't you just spend the money on a better vaccine? Yeah, well, yeah, that that goes. Hey, I think vaccine is more of a time issue. Like, read that out. When I was home, is what's going to happen when there's a new variant? Mm-hmm. Well, well that's, that's what's been happening the last two years. Like it's yeah, it's in, seems to be analogous to the flu. Like where it's just there's just a new one every year now. We're just gonna have to get like another shot, just like the flu. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't that's look like it's, that we only have like the flu and COVID. Like those, <laughs> that's yeah. it. Like over like all of humanity, that's over like really getting shots against. Like we got smallpox and shit, but like. They're the only two mutating viruses that we have to deal with. Uh, like, I'm thinking that why don't we have like hundreds more that are like fucking us up and shit. Now, now it's like more people, more people catch it, but uh, no symptoms, right? Yeah. Uh, I would say, uh, I, I have a friend, he, he's, uh, he's a Dutch, he lives in, in Rotterdam. Uh, like last, last week he told me, oh, I got, uh, COVID again. It's his second time in his life. I yeah. was, I asked, how are you? I mean, how how do you feel now? He he said, mm, I feel okay. I'm still, I feel like I'm. There's nothing because compared with his first time, the the first time was horrible. He 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 he. Said, oh, he got it twice. Yes, twice. Wow. Yeah, for for the first time, he he said it's like uh, much much worse. Uh, compare with flu, but for this time, for the second time, the the the, the virus should be Omicron, right? So, mm. like uh, running nose, that's it. And yeah. after, after three days, he tested me. Oh, I'm back to negative. I said, congratulations! It's only like three days. <laughs> that's it. So he didn't take any pills. He didn't uh, basically. He didn't do, an- do anything. Just. Mm. Lying down, chill, like like relaxing at home. That's it. Uh, well, I had like the sneezing, but other than that, uh, I didn't get sick at all uh, when I tested positive, and uh, I was trying to get it out. My doctor said that I kept testing positive to it, but I had no symptoms, and yeah, it kept getting positive all the time. And they said you've got to because I had the three uh, boosters. Sometimes it, it stays in your nose and in your mouth. And it takes a couple of weeks to to get out. So every night I had the towel over my head with the Vicks, sniffing the Vicks up and trying to get it all. Yeah, so it took me two and a half weeks to get a negative test. So 
I could only imagine what would have happened if I was if I was here in China. It would have would have been a disaster. But I wouldn't have been outside in with sixty thousand people at a, at a at a rugby game. So yeah, that's uh, with no mask. <laughs> for, for sure, you will experience the like everyone sharing the in in the whole uh, bedroom thing, like one shower, one one washroom. Oh thing. God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was some random thing that came out. I don't know if it was here, but I got told about something where it was like, oh, if you have COVID, like, and you share with somebody, like, don't sleep together or do anything. It's like, if you're a married couple and you live together with one room, what's one person going to yeah. do? Sleep on the bloody sofa? No. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Like at the start, they had the rule where they they couldn't have the kids with the parents. Yeah, like, oh, the, the young awful. kids with the parents, and the, yeah, that was that was. They changed that rule, which Thank was God. that was yeah, some dystopian but, shit, man. <laughs> that was, like, that was, that was yeah. like crazy. And uh, with, like this, like, what are your plans for the future? Stay in Shanghai to stay in China. Uh, let's start with you, CC. Uh, first of all, I know a lot of like. Foreigners who lived in Shanghai or China like already left, uh, more or less because of the COVID and because of the lockdown this time. But uh, yeah. it, it should be complete uh, complicated reasons, right? So, um, but for me personally, let's see, go through the whole year first. Let's mm-hmm. see, twenty twenty two first, and then, I mean, I I I personally I don't have any specific plans to let's say stay in Shanghai or leave Shanghai or wherever I go um just leave it in the moment that's I mean we cannot plan right yeah that's the hard that's the difficult thing uh not being able to have a plan and like a schedule exactly but uh hopefully we can open our borders, open our doors. Yeah. I did hear that uh, next month uh, the quarantine in China will now be three days. So um, apparently that's going to help. They want more businesses to start coming from overseas and start bringing back the economy economy back to what it was. Yeah, but but with such an unstable market at the moment and the fact that a bunch of foreign businesses have have, uh, pulled out funding, I I don't think... I, I think it's going to take a lot more than that. Yeah. Also, I don't believe that it will just and be three days. Look at it in a positive way, three days only, because mm. I work in, in hotel in our industry, especially, I mean, in, in, in my hotel now, we don't have, or we have very less foreign guests. But before COVID, before yeah. 2020, uh, like majority of our guests are foreign, foreign foreigners, foreign yeah. guests. So let's say if it reduced to three days only, probably there will be more visitors coming to China or business coming back and forth. So hopefully it's going to happen soon, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you guys can go back home or visit your friends, families. Easy, much, pretty much easier. That's all I ask. Uh, I ask that I can just visit home at once or twice a year and I'll be happy to stay here for a lot longer. Uh, Jace, thanks, Cece. Jace, what about you, mate? What's your Dude, plan? I'm on exit plan, man. Maybe one or two more years. Like, man, the, the whole, like, it's the last, I don't know, I feel like since I got, when I got here, man, Shanghai was one of the most beautiful, well, it's still a beautiful city, but one of the, one of the greatest cities in the world. It was so yeah. open, so free. It was Man, then they started 
like six years ago with the drug raids, like sort of like going to bars, like taking people from their homes, their jobs, like shaving their heads. And well, I didn't have to worry about that, but like uh piss testing them and shit. And like, that was like that, the whole invasive thing. You already had a lot of people moving there and it was like, all right, no one's smoking weed anymore, whatever. We still live here, man. It's still a good place. So I had shows and shit, even during like the yeah. initial COVID, man. So we were the only place in the world, like still open and doing shows. And then, man, it just, it flipped, man. It became the best place to be during COVID to the worst place in the world to be experienced this. You got locked up like a prisoner in your own home mm. for two months. Like, I enjoyed it, but whatever. Like, it still, it was fundamentally wrong. It was, uh, and now, like, they're, they're doing, the, they're, they're killing all the fucking bars and the live houses yeah. now. It's, it's, it's all bullshit. Like, like, our whole Inferno, we just got the okay to open up. Like yesterday, after like five months, they let us open for five days in like July, and then they closed again. Meanwhile, all the restaurants and the cafes immediately adjacent to us could serve alcohol and food, but they weren't a bar, so they didn't have a problem. Bars can open, five houses can open. I told you they like everyone's got to get vaccinated now to, to play a show. I don't have to get vaccinated to go teach my kids at the school, but I have to get vaccinated to play a show. Like what? This yeah. man, it, they've been sort of. I don't want to say they. I don't want to be conspiratorial or. Paranoid of that type of shit. They've been squeezing this shit out, man. Making it harder for the to do music. Yeah. Have any sort of underground culture and shit. They've been and now they're just like, oh, well, it's really good of everybody else. You can't have the bar open. You can go to the restaurant next door and drink, get fucked up, whatever. Bars can't be open. The live houses can't be open. Now they're sort of like, because they can only say that so long before it's just even too ridiculous. But it's like, man, they've. Shanghai used to be the greatest place in the world. Now it's everyone's leaving. Yeah, one or two more years. I'm saving. Like I've been saving up for like a house on the side and shit. Get a house in Canada. Like I don't want to necessarily retire to Canada right now, but to have a house or something like a little nest egg. But hmm. man, like why? Why am I putting up with this stuff anymore? Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've said it last time that I, I. But yeah, if it goes into a major lockdown, I've seriously got to consider. Yeah, my options here in Shanghai <laughs> after I've done to get back here. So, so, and it's just a shame. Like, like you said, mate, Shanghai to me, people don't understand back at home what Shanghai is really like when it's, when there's no. Uh, the best place in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I've been here 11 years. Restaurant and cafes and bars and y- y- comedy shows. Culture, and, man. It's culture, man. Yeah. Culture. You can go Locals, to foreigners, and, all together, yeah, all over sport. the world. And well, the future for us is we're looking to go to Bangkok in the next few we're, at some point next year. Like we, we have an exit plan and it's to get out as soon as possible because this this lockdown was just like they've done this, not just to foreigners, but to their own people. Mm. What else are they capable of? And I feel like, you know, when you as Jason said, you've come to Shanghai, you you're aware of what China is as a country. But you sort of gloss over it because of how cosmopolitan Shanghai is and all of that. But then stuff like this happens and you realize, oh, actually, it's capable of this sort of thing. So, yeah, we're looking to get out. I'm I'm waiting for my drummer to come back. So that my back. You have a drummer? Some, some dude who's been to Australia. I have a drummer. I've been waiting for him to come back and we can record some E. Yeah, it was like eight <laughs> months the, last time and yeah, three months this time. Yeah. yeah. And and put that on another one of those compilation albums. Thank you, Jason. Um, <laughs> um yeah, but yeah, essentially it's uh I would I mean, 
I would love to play some shows again, but yeah, no idea. I, I'd be, if we are able, if I'm able to play some music this year, that would be great because I've had no motivation to make any. I've made maybe two songs by myself, maybe three, but it, cause it's just like, as much as I have the tools on my laptop, it's not the same. Yeah. I want to be in a practice studio for an hour and a half sweating. So yeah, but um, Bangkok I'm looking forward to. Even if it means I don't earn maybe as much as I've earned in Shanghai, I would yeah. rather earn not as much, but be free and know that I can go outside without having to wear a mask so that I can enjoy and experience culture. And it's a shame because as Jason said, you know, coming here six years ago, yeah. Best city in the world. I said to myself, I'll either in five days hate it and want to go home or I'll never leave. And then six years later, I'm still here. So yeah. uh, it's sad that this is how. And I feel like, you know, all of this has just gone right. Well, clearly the city doesn't want me here anymore. So I don't mm-hmm. even get, you know, I can't end it on my terms. It's like, well, that's it. And it's so, and it's a shame. Yeah. But excited for what the future holds. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and are you the same opinion, CC, about Shanghai? Even, even, I mean, I'm now Shanghainese and, uh, pretty much same as you guys that, uh, this is not my hometown, but, uh, uh, for, for my work, for my, for my, uh, career development, I feel like, uh, Shanghai's, there, there's, uh, much more, uh, there are much more uh, choices or opportunities to go, so um, we will see. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Thank you very much for your time. Cheers, dude. Can't believe you, you have gone through two lockdowns in Shanghai. Uh, credit to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see you guys in person. Let's chug some beers, all right? Let's do that. I'll be down for that. Thanks, having me, Thanks, guys. Chill out. Now, a few people have asked me, how did I get back to Newcastle, Australia in a major lockdown? I booked a flight that went via Hong Kong, and as long as I had flights on the one ticket, I was okay to go back. I had to get my license from the community compound of my apartment building, and I also had to get private cars to go to the hospital and then also drive me to the airport. That was an insane time getting picked up in a private car with a guy with a hazmat suit on and just seeing the roads just totally empty. So you had to get a PCR test 48 hours prior to departure and another one on the day. So I went to Jahui International Hospital and the test took about six to seven hours when i got there they wanted my green code and they also wanted to see my uh, dat uh, for australia and finally they wanted to see my international certificate of my vaccines it was a very eerie experience going to shanghai airport in pudong and there's only three flights that whole day but coming back to china was a little bit more difficult. Unfortunately, the first week that I was there, 
I went to the Magic Round in Brisbane and come back and found out that I had had COVID. So that set me back a little bit. I had to wait two weeks before I had a negative test. As the flights from Sydney to Shanghai were extremely expensive and very limited, I decided to go via Auckland. Now, there was a stage there where they only accepted direct flights going from your country of origin to China, but they did change the rule in July where you were able to go via another country as long as you got the health code from that city as well. So again, I did the same thing. I got my PCR test done in Newcastle 48 hours prior. Then I went online to submit my health certificate to the embassy. You went to a website there, and then they would give you the blue code uh, for Australia to then fly to Auckland. So I did that the night before I left, and they pretty much replied back within two hours of me sending all the information through to get the health code, which was quite good. And in the morning, they had a testing facility where I pre-booked a test, and then it said in the terms and conditions that I gave permission to send this result to the China Embassy. Then I got on the flight to New Zealand and followed their health regulations as well. I had to do a rat test uh, the first 24 hours that I was in New Zealand. And then I started the whole process again of getting the two PCR tests. It was a little bit more difficult, I would say, in New Zealand. But uh, for the people that are wanting to return, it is possible to do it going via Auckland. But be prepared to pay upwards of 250 New Zealand dollars per test. And then for the second test, it's a little strange that it says that you need to get the test done after 3 p.m. on the day before you leave. So when I went onto the website that they advised from the New Zealand Embassy, all the 3 p.m. were taken. So I was lucky enough to find a medical clinic in Bakersfield in Auckland, and they were able to uh, give me a test. They sent me the result around 10.30 that same day and then in the morning I was able to send through both my health certificates and within maybe 30 minutes to an hour I got my green code to come back to China. Now I was told in Australia and I was also told at the Shanghai airport that it was going to be seven days in the hotel and three days in your apartment but According to the hotel that I stayed in, Shihui has still has a 10-day quarantine in the hotel. And what was interesting was some of the people that were on my flight went to another district and they had still had the 10 days, but they paid half as what I, I paid. So just be prepared to pay upwards of 580 to 600 yuan a night. 